0: All right, this is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for kicking it with us, even if it's just for a little bit. Let's be in the sandbox today. We have Big Nick, and today, a super special guest visitor, Dr. Drew Manchu, aka The Wiz. Today, we'll <laughs> be playing Top Three. Yeah! Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome and appreciate your applause. The Wiz, Drew Manchu. Welcome to the
1: sandbox, buddy. Tell the people something. Ah, much appreciated. I got uh, my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I just hope I don't get in a fight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it, Big Nick. How we doing today, buddy? Doing great, buddy. How are you? Good. All right, and also we got to give a a little notice. Marcus, the vocal velociraptor, he got called up to the big leagues this week, so he's not able to be in the sandbox. But he will probably be back with us next week.
1: He will be back. Yeah, he's.
0: It's, it's an big, excused absence. Yes, he's at. He's at the show, the big show. All right, so gentlemen, today we're playing top three. Here's some general parameters. Each big kid will name and explain for you our top three choices for the chosen topic, and we'll each introduce them to you in the ever popular three two one fashion. Today's topic is top three car sing along movie scenes of all time. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yes, that's the correct response. So we're covering our top three car sing-along movie scenes of all time. These are scenes where the characters in the film or movie are singing a song or lip-syncing while traveling in some type of motor vehicle. These might have been funny, sad, happy, weird, awkward, or epic scenes and songs. The characters might have been amazing singers, lip-syncing champions, or completely tone-deaf. Excuse me. But one thing is for sure, it's going to be a good time in the sandbox today. So boys and girls, let's buckle up. Start the engine, roll the windows down, crank that sweet Alpine tape deck to 11. Let's get into our top three car sing-along scenes of all time. All right. Big Nick, you won our coin toss earlier. You lead us off, buddy. Let's hit it. All
2: right. Won the coin toss, lost the coin toss. Who knows? But I'm up first. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, this was a difficult uh, subject right? for me anyway, because I, I was racking my brain and I'm like, you know what? I. When I when first mentioned, I'm like, oh, you know, there's gonna be all kinds of ones to choose from. And then I kept thinking and I'm thinking at it, and some were popping in my head and they just weren't great. And so I had to go off and do a a lot of research and go looking. And I remembered scenes from movies where there was a car. There were people and there were music, but they were not in the car and they were not singing along to the music. And I, I was rewatching some of these scenes from some of my favorite movies and going, "Get in the car, damn it! Get in the car and <laughs> sing these freaking songs!" And they never got in the car. That you know, they they don't want to hear me direct the movie. But I, I did come up with three and I and I got three good ones in the first one that I have for my number three. I'm, I'm a little ashamed of and and not it's not. Start it's not because it's a bad pick i feel like maybe it reveals a lot of flaws that i may have and uh, you know that's not what i want to do to the rest of of the big kids here that have come to listen in and join us here today i don't i don't want to stand in front of all of them uh warts and all and and they can see all my flaws but but here it is for my number three I went with well. I have no choice. I'm, I'm you know I'm a man of integrity. I right? am a big kid of integrity. I went with a movie that came out in 2010, um, <laughs> and it's uh, when a character named Lou sings "Home Sweet Home" by Motley Crue from Hot Tub Time Machine. Wow! <laughs> and I, I don't know if you guys remember this scene, but Lou, who's like. Just a complete asshat and, and a, a party animal. He is driving home. He's he should not be driving to begin with. He's he's sipping some whiskey uh, and and chugging beers as he's driving home. And he pulls into his garage. And as he's pulling into the garage, right, the next move is to get out of the car. But no, his favorite song, one of his favorite songs, happens to come on the radio, and he's like, oh my god. You know, Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue comes on, which is like one of, their, one of their ballads, you know, one of their softer songs. And so he goes, oh, my God, which for any of those of you that don't know M- Motley Crue, it's off of the Theater of Pain album, which, is, which was not their best album, but, but still a good one. Anyway, he refuses to get out of the car. He's going to have to continue to drink. While in his garage and the garage door closes behind him in his car. His car is still running, mind you. Ah. And he almost he almost accidentally kills himself in the process of enjoying uh this fine song while drinking <laughs> in the car uh in his garage. So that that is
1: my number three. I warts it all. I didn't think you were gonna point out that many flaws. I'm worried about you. but uh <laughs> I've never done anything
2: like what I just described. That was a movie. It's f- completely fictional.
1: <laughs> I did not expect a hot tub a time machine to come out of your mouth, but uh, it's a good flick. Good choice. And it's int- I I saw the movie. I don't
0: remember the scene, so I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. <laughs>
2: uh google it uh it's, i will it's, have
0: to i will it's I worth
2: did. watching again and when you watch it again you're gonna go how did i forget this scene so the character's name is lou he's the he's kind of the bald guy the party animal uh he's always up to no good uh and he's certainly up to no good in that scene i haven't seen the movie in a long time i think he was going through some uh some uh some some troubles in life leading up to that so i you know i i but it's a it's a great scene and and to top it off with a, a great
0: song
1: home sweet home, home even better. Yeah, here's the whole reason they went to the cabin in the first place, right? That's He's right. It's life right. crisis.
0: Good work, bro. That's good work. All right, quality choice for your number 3. The Wiz, Drew
1: Manchu. You are up. Let's hear your number 3. Absolutely. So, same with Nick, I early on, immediately I had my 3, then you did research and things completely changed. I wasn't sure, should I judge this on performance quality? Did they sing well? Was Mm -hmm. it entertaining? Did I laugh? Or is it something that I reenact in my car on a daily basis? All those factors (laughs) weigh in. So it it did, it got tricky. But for my number three, I went with the gem from 2003, starring Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. And that movie is (laughs) Anger Management. Yes. And Jack Nicholson forces Adam Saylor to sing I Feel Pretty, which is uh, from the sweet soundtrack of the West Side Story. I feel charming.
2: It is West Side Story. I was thinking it was
0: cats cats there for a minute, but yeah, you're right. You know what? The the big kid research team really flubbed that one because that one completely went off my radar, and that is an amazing uh, score there, buddy.
1: Yeah, it wasn't initially part of my list, but after you think about all these, I mean, every movie has a scene like this. I I think every single movie, some of them are really, really terrible, but those two guys, Anger Management, just stood out, and it was I Feel Pretty, and watching these two grown dudes in angry traffic sing it, that's entertainment.
0: Well, and since you're uh, first time on the show, please go ahead and sing the entire song. (laughs)
1: we all had to do it we all had to do it our first time i'm just i'm not feeling very pretty or charming right now so i don't think i could find the uh, we'll
0: circle back around but the motivation
1: we'll come back to you when you're feeling pretty yeah but since i've uh i've heard your show before once or twice appreciate you guys having me on (laughs) i heard a rumor that somebody likes facts and i'm gonna bring one just about this movie that stood out Wait, wait 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 Wait,
2: wait. There's nobody here that likes facts, but there is one guy that enjoys fun
1: facts. Yes. Oh, fun facts. So get ready, because this one is fun. So if you remember <laughs> the movie, there was a scene. Jack Nicholson's in some road rage. He jumps out of his car, and he picks up a golf club or a baseball bat to bash in somebody's window. <laughs> Ultimately, he chooses the golf club. The fun part is that in 1994, he actually was charged with assault for bashing somebody's windshield <laughs> with the baseball bat. So, the second time around, he, he chooses the golf club to avoid that assault charge.
0: And I, I remember when he did that because, yeah, in the movie, it was kind of like a little salute to, I know when I teed up that guy's car. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I here's, used here's to I've, road I've, rage. Oh, yeah. And, and here's to nine irons to windshields. Mm hmm. <laughs> Oh, awesome pick. Awesome pick the Wiz. All right. So, for my number 3, I went with I I just I couldn't not pick this one. So, it just was like locked in my brain from the classic movie from December 1994,
1: Dumb and Dumber. It's song, <laughs> oh, beautiful
0: mockingbird. Ng. Yeah.
2: Bird.
0: Ng. Yeah. Yeah. Ng. Yeah. 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 Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Nerds. Everybody, Nerds. have you heard? Have you Mockingbird. heard? So, <laughs> you well, of course, radio. when we knew we were going to do this Did topic, we discussed it ahead of time. Like, that song was just drilled yeah. in my brain. Yeah. Especially anytime yeah. i was with someone there, like, like you listen to the radio? I'm like, radio? Yeah mock and if even in that scene you guys remember like right before they jump into it they they pick up the hitchhiker who ultimately is trying to kill him and and he's like they're like playing tag in the front seat and he's he's like do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world and And, and then the guy's like hey guys guys guys, let's just turn on the radio and he's like radio what do you need that for (laughs) he needs a radio and then like like what 30 seconds later they see like a Whole like Hispanic family standing, it's like they're like, Hey, they need to ride too, pick them up. And then they're in the back playing guitar while they're singing Mockingbird. Love it. Mock. See, yeah. sing, see. <laughs> yes, so that's my pick for my number three is uh, Dumb and Dumber Mockingbird. Beautiful, that- beautiful song. That scene
2: when he says, uh, you, you know, you want to listen to the radio and he goes, radio? that radio, that reminded me so much of my childhood. Now, of course, I was a child when I saw the movie, but my father, if there could be someone who invented uh, bipolar, he is the creator of that. And And, and I say <laughs> that because I never knew how to behave around this man. So like I would I remember getting in the car with him one time and we're driving down the road and I turn on the radio. And he looks at me, he goes, what are you doing? I go, just turn it on the radio. I didn't turn it on loud or, you know, some crazy channel or anything like that. Just turned it on to whatever it was already set to. I'm turning on the radio. He goes, the radio is only in the car for when you're in the car by yourself, not for when there's more than one person in the car. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay, no radio in the car when it's me and dad. I, I get the rules now. Okay. Fast forward to a couple months later. He blows the speakers in my mom's vehicle when he and I are riding home from the grocery store because ACDC dirty deeds came on. <laughs> I never knew how to behave and what was acceptable around this man.
1: <laughs> That's oh, a tricky situation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you Went from zero to a hundred with
1: uh,
2: exactly. what you're
0: and he went with Dirty Deeds? That was the... Oh, he oh that was the thing.
2: He was not a big radio guy or big music guy, but there were certain songs, if they came on, you watch the hell out. Like, right <laughs> all of a sudden, the radio's fully acceptable when there's more than one person in the car. <laughs> ACDC was one of one of his uh, favorites uh, driving home from the grocery store. Dirty
0: Deeds. Dun, dun, dun,
2: dun.
1: Uh, that's a good song, actually, to listen to after you grocery shop. Right. <laughs> right. You just got done fighting the lines and there you go. So see, so I think the difference is when you're in the shagging wagon, you can sing whatever song you want. You can play it as loud as you need because you're in the shaggy wagon. There's no rules. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, hey,
0: we're off to a good start, gents. Let's jump to Big Nick's number dose. Oh, speaking of fathers. My
2: number two has a great father in it. You'll crack up. Um, I went with the 1989 American Christmas comedy classic <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is when all four of the family members are in the uh, Griswold family vehicle and they're traveling I can't remember if they've already collected the Christmas tree or if they're on their way to collect the Christmas tree.
0: I I believe, if I know what you're going to say, I believe it's pre-tree.
2: So there is no radio. So maybe this doesn't play within the rules that we created. I don't know. But what is happening is there's four people in the vehicle together, and they are singing along. They are singing Christmas songs as they are venturing along. And this also... Has a situation with some truckers, uh, some some uh, some redneck dudes in a truck, where there's a hey kids, look a deer, and he flicks off, he flicks <laughs> them off, and they're speeding up and slowing down, speeding up and slowing down, and then they find themselves underneath a uh, a truck that is hauling uh, large pieces of of, of lumber, uh, actually trees, it looks like. Um, so they almost die, and uh, they're singing Christmas songs together, and it's. When, when the first time, the first couple of times, actually, that I saw that movie, and that movie has so many great, classic, funny scenes, that, to me, was the best scene in that movie the first several times that I saw that movie. I, I just loved that scene. That was the one that got me hooked on Christmas vacation, and I'm still hooked to this day.
0: Well, and that that was the if I remember right, that was like the opening scene, wasn't it? La 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 la. -la. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they get into the shenanigans, but because if you remember, like they they like jump some snowbank and they end up right where the trees are,
1: right, right in the parking lot.
0: Yep. But but that was the first song was uh, deck the halls, and then they did one other, didn't they?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, they're singing, and uh, he, you know, he starts getting into it with the rednecks, and he says something like, uh, 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 "We're gonna burn dust, eat my rubber," uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and then uh, D'Angelo, Beverly D'Angelo, the place's wife is sitting shotgun, and she says, uh, "Dear God, forgive my husband, for he knows not what he does."
0: <laughs> <laughs> See that awesome pick? Hey, they're singing in a so- They're singing in a car. It qualifies. Boom! I love it, Drew. Or <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: there
0: you go. All right, Drew,
1: Doctor Drew, you are up for your number two. Number two. This this could, number two. This could have potentially made its way to number one. It's got that. It's got it all. Performance quality, very entertaining, and if I had the talent and the right amount of family members, I would perform this in my car on a daily basis. This is from 2008. Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Step Brothers. <laughs> yes, they are the stars of the show. But this particular scene is his actual brother in the movie, Derek, played by Adam Scott. Sweet child of mine, Guns and Roses. Oh yeah, with his family. Yeah. Now the, the great part is, is they are like. You clearly they like have strict rehearsals around the song cuz everybody has their part they're, they're harmonizing and he's like yelling at his wife he's like you're you're flat you're flat come
0: on you know what I, mean? not, I can't even look at you I can't you're, you're embarrassing me but <laughs> I think he even does mention something like he's like five years of music lessons for this yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly something like that yeah
1: but they're all like really talented and the young kid he's like obviously probably famous singer now he was probably the best of all but they did a great acapella version of Sweet Child of Mine it was pretty sweet
0: yeah it's, and they, it shows the douchebagginess of uh, Derek too because he's like right <laughs> ultra controlling of. When we sing in the
1: car, we sing the way I want you to sing. Exactly. And you know what's funny about that? He's the only one that was not singing. The whole car was their real voices, all the actors and actresses. He had to lip sync. Oh, really? Yep. Which actually, yeah, because does it he
0: did like some like solo at the end where you're like, dude, that's not your voice, buddy. That's you like typed <laughs> in Pavarotti or something. And no, that was Will Farrell. Daryl no, no, do- no, not that part, but it was someone that's very famous's voice. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Not, he's
2: not, not the here. end.
1: Not
0: the I
2: end. I
1: thought they used Will Farrell's real voice for the end part. Like, that they did. And that yeah. was that was John C on the drums was real, and that's Will Farrell's voice. Oh,
0: you mean the, the fucking Catalina wine mixer?
1: The, God, the fucking yeah.
0: Catalina yeah.
2: Here's a little factoid that might be fun. So the song that they're doing is Sweet Child of Mine, right? Or as as if we want to be correct here, it's actually Sweet Child Oh Mine. Um, yeah. Oh mine! <laughs> oh mine! Um, the the way that they came up with that song, Guns and Roses, is it, it was kind of happenstance. So Slash was trying to play. This was like in a, a sound check or a warm up. He was trying to play the the circus song. The he was trying to do that on the guitar, like in like a, a solo type sound, just to kind of warm up, warm up the fingers, the phalanges and uh, Axel or somebody else came into the room and they're like what are you doing and he's like oh, i was just this is a little trick that i do to warm up and they're like yeah why is that not one of our songs why is that not like the main <laughs> riff of one of our songs cuz that guitar riff is freaking amazing
1: wow so so he had some jack daniels he's like hey that circus riff is going to be our number one hit
2: yeah well <laughs> he he called it a circus riff i don't know if that's what he was trying to do but it was like a little warm up technique that he had created for himself and you know, whoever whoever thought it was a great idea had never heard him do that before. And they're like, Well, you know, we're looking for ideas.
0: Why is this not like an idea? Why haven't we molded this into a song? And not only was it a hit, it's being resung in the movie Step Brothers, at least. And there's probably five other movies that it's in as well. So oh, yeah. I'd, I'd go ten. Maybe maybe fifteen. Oh mine. That and that's a funny scene. So, when the big re- the big kid research team was doing this stuff, that was a clip they put in front of me. And I, I laugh still watching it because even if you remember the end of that scene, like he's like, uh, they the almost die. die. Yeah. What's, his <laughs> na- what was his name again? Adam, uh, Adam Scott. Because Adam Scott. Like he like he's like, screw it, I'll take over. And he does a solo. <laughs> and then like they like cross over like four lanes of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> and also if you remember, he has like the douchey ear uh Bluetooth earpiece in while he's driving. And mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. I, I love that one. That was that's top choice. That's a top fantastic choice. pick. Yes. Great Thank job. Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew. Doctor Drew. All right. So for my rounding out number two, I'm going to go with a movie that I love by itself. I'll just watch the movie by itself. But the song part and scene is a great scene. So this movie came out September 2000. The movie, Almost Famous,
1: oh, song, song,
0: yeah. Tiny Dancer. So if you guys remember from the film, uh, the film Almost Famous, it kind of follows this band that's kind of like, they're not a struggling band, but they're kind of like a mid-tier band that's trying to make it. They bring in that kid who's going to write a story for uh, uh, Rolling Stone. They kind of have some issues within the band, so they somehow they end up at like a high school party, and because they have this feud between the guitar player and the singer, the guitar player just does a bunch of drugs, and he's like, if you remember right before that scene, he's on the roof of this house like, I'm a golden god! and jumps into the pool. Well, fast forward to the morning, it's like the awkward scene of you really said some sketchy shit, bud. And <laughs> they're, they're on right the there. bus. Yeah, and everyone's like kind of looking kind of depressed and down and then uh, Elton John's very classic hey, song. No, no. I
2: must I must cut in here, my friend. It is Sir Oh, El- Sir
0: Elton El- Hercules John, John okay? Excuse, excuse sir me. No disrespect meant Sir Elton John's beautiful Majestic tiny dancer Comes on the radio And you kind of see everyone in the bus I mean there's what 15 people Or 20 people on the bus Like the drummers like hitting the sticks And then they slowly start singing And even the the guy that played the guitar player Was Billy Crudup Even like he's like got a towel on him And he looks like shit Kind of feels embarrassed And slowly everyone starts to sing tiny dancer To the end where everyone's belting it it's just a good, it's a feel-good scene. feels good. You know, that they have to, he, even in a bad situation, music can bring us together, and you can get past when the guitar player of your band, band says some real sketchy shit. Intuition. <laughs> Shout out <Really>? to Marcus. <laughs>
1: it's an excused it, absence. Yeah. Yes. How, how do you not belt Sir Elton John, you know? I mean, it doesn't matter if you're uh, hungover on drugs or not. Well, even pay I think respect. that... Exactly. That
0: scene, I mean, uh, so a couple of bands I've played and we actually played Tiny Dancer, like acoustic, and the whole bar starts belting that song. I think it's from that movie scene, honestly. I just that think it's be. like, becomes this thing of like, oh, Tiny Dancer, and then you hold me close Tiny Dancer, you just have to scream yeah. it at the top of your lungs. It was, I
2: mean, it was always a great song, but that's kind of the, the resurrection, right? The, the bring it back. And, and I remember after that, shortly after that movie came out, the popularity of Tiny Dancer just went through the roof. I mean, crazy popular. You heard it on the radio all the time. And, uh, and it became, it became a hip song again, you know, the song that was so, so kind of old and, and not forgotten because his music's never forgotten, but uh, Elton certainly reached a, a certain uh, demographic that he wasn't hitting before that movie. And, and that's look, good music is always going to be good music. You just need the right stage, the right venue. And, and that was a chance for younger ears to hear Sir Elton Hercules, John.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't think it ever went away, but I'm a, a 75 year old in a 38 year old's body. I've always liked Elton John. Like I, I always, that song was always popular to me. But and, I, and it and it was, Drew. You're correct. But does I anybody do remember. N- go ahead.
2: Does anybody know his real name? Sir Elton Hercules John. Do you well, know his see, real name?
0: The big kid research team really That's, dropped the ball on that. That sounds real to me. Well, you didn't know there would be a
2: quiz. His real name is Reginald.
0: Kenneth oh, I, I knew Dwight. It was
2: Reginald. Is that a, Reginald is that a real Kenneth fact? Dwight. Yeah, that's a real fact. So, of course you change your name to
1: anything else. No way. He's got he's got two quality names there. Reginald Kenneth? Reggie Kenneth, I would have hung yeah. out with that guy off the rip. R-K. What's
2: interesting, he's R-K got like he He's got three
0: R-D-K. first three first names.
2: Right? Reginald Kenneth Dwight. <laughs> RKD. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and, and Kenny D. He could have been Kenny D. Oh, dude. Complete side note. Missed opportunity. I'm not a huge fan of musicals, but Rocket Man is a quality, quality film if you want to watch a little kind of origin film about Elton John. Oh, man. Goodbye, yeah. Yellow Brick Road,
2: 1973. One of the greatest albums of all time.
1: Boom. Man. Lock it ha- in. Hats off to Reginald. <laughs> yeah. So...
0: If Reggie D,
2: Reggie D, as he's seen, known in the streets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen that film, or even if you're like, I don't got time to watch that film, Mister B, just look up the clip. It's worth watching the clip. It's good. So I, I
1: don't know that many other people know that's his real name. He might. We might have just got him in trouble. The oh, cops. Yeah. The cops are like, oh, dude, we just closed four cases. Sir Elton John is actually Reggie oh. D from the streets. <laughs>
0: He's never broken deal.
1: any laws.
2: He's never broken any uh, laws. Reggie D. Reggie D. <laughs> We've been looking for Reggie D since 1956. We had no idea.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, let's recap our first two uh first two uh, rounds of picks here.
2: That's why he's always wearing those disguises. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Big Nick, you are might onto be onto something. something. <laughs> right, I w- I went with Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh, the- <laughs> we got Lou in his garage in his sports car, drunk out of his mind. Garage door closed, car still on, and he's singing "Home Sweet Home" by the Great Motley Crew. And number two, I went with uh, one of the greatest family men of all time: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, singing the Christmas songs with the family in the old Griswold family Christmas tank that they're driving to collect the tree.
1: The wood wagon. The wood wagon. Great picks. Uh, My number three was Anger Management, I Feel Pretty with Adam Saylor, Jack Nicholson, the most awkward two-man car song you could ever (laughs) witness. (laughs) And bringing in number two is uh, The Great Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child. Yeah. Oh, mine. With, oh, mine. Uh, Step
0: Yes. And I went with number three, Dumb and Dumber. Mock. Yeah. Yeah. In- yeah. Yeah. Bird. And for, <laughs> <laughs> for my number two, almost famous, uh, almost famous is a tiny dancer bus scene, classic, love it. Man, hey, we're off to a good start. And actually, I'm impressed, fellas. You guys have ones that either missed my radar or I wasn't sure you guys were going to pick. So this is, this is good stuff. We're looking good
1: here. I'm going to chime in on your picks there, Brian. You started off with a classic, like Dumb and Dumber, which holds no real cinema value. It's just a great movie and it's hilarious. (laughs) And then you went to like almost famous, which is like a, you know, it's a serious, good, good movie. So I I like your, you're all over the board there. I like it.
0: Thanks bud. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's can't control this brain because because even I can't control it. All right, are we are we swinging into the wheelhouse for our number one top movie car sing along scenes of all time? Big Nick, go!
2: Yeah, well, I hope if people are listening to this in their cars that they are fully strapped in and the airbags are operational because this will blow their minds. This is a pick that will nobody will will expect at all. Oh, mamma mia, mamma mia. Mamma mia, mia, let me let go. Me go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any song that references Beelzebub has to be in the top three, right? Uh, of course, I'm going with Wayne's World uh, 1992. The scene with the first, it starts off with four of them in the Mirthmobile, And they start singing Queen. Bohemian Rap City, Rap City, whatever, and then they got to pick up the guy that's wasted on the on the bench, and Phil. they're worried. Yeah, Phil. They're worried that Phil's going to puke in the car, but uh, he gives them a Wayne gives a no puke guarantee. I believe it's um, a
0: no honk guarantee. A no honk. Well, and yeah. also the backup is Garth says you're going to spew. Spew into that? this, and he hands him a Dixie <laughs> cup.
2: <laughs> Which seems to have been folded up
0: in his pocket for some reason, but Which,
2: that's neither hey, here
0: nor there. Move on. Yeah, no, I don't know how you answer that. Uh,
2: so 1992, I was but a wee lad when this movie came out, and I'm I'm almost ashamed to admit that I don't believe that I had ever heard that song before seeing that movie, and after seeing that movie, I wanted to hear that song about 10,000 more times, and I remember uh days after seeing the movie in the theater watching either VH1 or MTV and now they're playing Queen music video, and it's featuring Wayne and Garth and the, the car ride in the gremlin, is that a gremlin? I think it's a gremlin, the Mirthmobile. I believe uh, so They're they're playing that scene in the the music video, which was phenomenal. And they waited a few days to make sure everybody went to the theater a little bit and watched the movie. And I thought that was so great because, you know, I'm a little kid. When you're a kid, you're not in control of anything. I can't control when I can make it back to the movie theater and see this great movie again. No, I'm stuck at home. (laughs) <laughs> come on, Dad uh, but uh, stuck at home and then I see this wonderful music video come on and so I don't know uh, what I like better the music video or the movie itself, but it was it was a great chance to almost relive the movie experience just days later on my couch in my family room and I thought this might be the greatest song that's ever been made. Uh, it, it was that it was that th- theatrical. Uh, poetic. I don't know. I don't. There's not words to describe this song. There is not. No. no. Or the scene. I mean, hats off to to uh, Michael Myers and uh, uh, Dana Carvey and all the people that put that scene together. Uh, yeah.
1: Let's let's give credit to, to Alan and Neil the roadies. Yeah, Michael Michael De Luis and Dan Bell and then Phil the guy who was partied Ooh. out. Sean Gregory. They deserve some recognition because that scene, just like you said, I was even a younger lad and that made me fall in love with Queen, which is why I love Queen so much today, was that specific scene. That's some of Sean Gregory's finest work. It is. And this- Uh, Go ahead, Brian. No, you go ahead, big guy. I So, I mean- I don't see how it couldn't be number one. I, I share my number one with you, Nick. We might as well. Oh, so we're going just, to we're just, we're gonna we, butt yours right up with it. It's a number one. We might as well let everybody know. The most craziest fact that I found out about this, it's not even fun. It's almost a scary fact. Uh-oh. That the director wanted them to do a Guns N' Roses song And Mike Myers being the Queen fan he was, Freddie had just gotten sick and he kind of thought people were starting to forget about Queen. He actually said he's going to walk if they couldn't do Bohemian Rhapsody. And look how iconic of a scene that became. And you got to give it to, to Mike Myers for making that happen.
2: Well, and the problem then becomes you have to give Mike his way. He is Wayne. The movie is Wayne's World. Right, there is no movie without Wayne. There is no movie without Michael, who, him and, and uh, Dana Carvey created the characters on Saturday Night Live. So, yeah. Uh, yeah who- what do we know? What Guns N' Roses song it was? Or well, so go ahead, go ahead, Drew. Guns N' Roses would have been. At- Probably at their height of popularity in ninety two, ninety one, when they would have been filming this. Do they have like a sweet
1: roses? Is that
0: well? An, so that, when was when November no- rain? It no. might have been. No- Wouldn't have been November rain. Was that later on? Patience. What about patience? That would have been worked
2: with the whole car full of people. Okay.
0: I, I, I don't. I, and I don't know if they ever said this because I I saw that too, Drew, with some research that they wanted Guns and Roses as a song, and I think it was because at the time Guns and Roses was like, blowing up through the roof in 91, 92, I mean, you would have thought it would have been... I mean, hell, it could have been Welcome to the Jungle.
2: So, yeah, I, I'm trying to find it here, and all I can find is what they're saying is that um, they wanted Guns N' Roses, They a Guns N' Roses song. They don't say which one, yeah. but they wanted a Guns N' Roses song because they wanted the headbanging scene. That's what they really wanted, the headbanging in the car. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh,
0: I mean, well, that. That Queen headbangs is as, as good as anybody else. Right? Yeah. No, love that scene. And I gotta be honest with you, gents. My number one, Wayne's World, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody. We got Beautiful. a th- we got a three-way winner. And honestly, how a- is that not the most iconic, greatest? You're in the car scenes that Ever, I don't think there'll ever be one that. I mean, if you could top that in a movie, good luck, buddy. You no, better you- bring the thunder, lightning, and all kinds of stuff because it's just perfectly done. It's even done to where I mean, if you guys, there's actually, they're still finishing some of the credits. Like I think it shows the director <laughs> as I mean that's how early it is in the movie. Like right because remember like at the beginning Wayne's like walking through his house and then Garth picks him up and then they're they're boom they're right into that song. And then you you meet, partied out Phil. And then my, my other favorite part when they do that is he pulls over at the music store and yes. X- Excalibur, the white Fender guitar, and he's like, oh, yes, it will be mine. Oh, yes.
2: Come and, on, man. You'll never
0: afford it. Live in the now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: One day it will and be it, mine. And then they get back in the car, continue Bohemian Rhapsody, which you remember, he busted out the tape. He's like, a oh, little yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, fellas. Oh, that scene is just, it's just perfect. I mean, I don't, I don't, and I did some research myself there. Uh, I don't think uh, Michael Myers knew what he was doing for Queen's career, because I th- i remember reading some stuff that, I mean, not that Queen wasn't popular, but they weren't huge in America. It's revitalizing it. Like, it, it, the, oh, yeah. just
2: like the Elton John situation yes. with the uh, almost famous.
0: Yeah, and then that just like you said, like what two weeks later, uh, me, you, and Paul, Big Nick, are you know listening to Queen, and it's on the MTV and all this stuff that we might not even have been introduced to Queen without that. I mean, until we gotten older,
2: dude. I I everybody I knew in '92, guys, this was more a guys' thing, not not a girls' thing. All the guys were rushing out to see Wayne's World. And after rushing out to see Wayne's world within days, they were rushing out to buy the soundtrack because there were a lot of great songs on there, but that was, we, we knew for sure we were getting that queen song and we had to hear that queen song. Yes. Hey, quick, quickly, a shout out to Tia Carrera. I've not forgotten. I have not forgotten. (laughs) I was look, I I fancy when I was a kid, I fancied myself like a rock and roll Kid like a rock and roll like I I was interested in rock and roll and I liked the style of rock and roll and to see uh, a beautiful woman like that in in a funny willing to play a funny movie and and make fun of herself a little bit too and live in the moment live in the now uh, as they say and then play a rock and roll chick oh man I thought that was I thought that was so cool I was
1: like man that Wayne that Wayne he knows what he's doing they. (laughs) Not only her, like that, might have been pre her modeling career. I think she did a little Playboy. If you guys are interested in checking that out, but
0: (laughs) what's Playboy? Send send Big Nick that link.
1: (laughs) I don't know what that is. Yeah, I got you. The movie also they give credit to uh, Mike and Dana revitalizing Rob Lowe's career. If you remember Rob Lowe's Hmm. role. As well of course, as- if he were ice cream, he'd be Pralings and Dick. Hell yeah, <laughs> he
0: would be. Well, actually, all, all, <laughs> well, champagne, all champagne is French.
1: <laughs> I'll have the cream of some young guy. <laughs> it, all, it also was the first appearance by the great Chris Farley in an yes. actual movie. Yes. All because he played the... Uh, um, S- security guard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mr. Big. He'll be coming through Chicago and he's going to come back through Aurora you can catch him there.
2: Uh, Meatloaf is also a uh, yes, bouncer at, uh, in in the movie as well. And let's not forget uh, one of my favorites from childhood. Alice Cooper is also in the movie. Yeah, we're not doing worthy. his song "Feed My Frankenstein." It's
1: actually
0: pronounced Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Well, and I saw so again. Our big kid research team is on it, man. We got a crew of people that are looking this stuff up. I found this uh this did wasn't actually brought up until recently. Uh this guy did like a kind of podcast about something that really doesn't matter, um but Brian May, the the guitar player of Queen, uh who's he's like a rocket scientist on top of being an amazing guitar player, he was sharing this that um so the movie came out in 92 right yeah oh, wait hang on. whatever i said <laughs> yeah that's right uh, yeah so freddie mercury actually died in 91 but he was able to get a copy of the film before he passed away and he showed freddie mercury the movie so he was able to see that clip of people lip singing his song dude and i got he- goosebumps just now that's awesome and- and he said, he's like, he's like, he's like, he absolutely loved it and laughed. He was like, he was very weak because he was, you know, his illness was very progressed, but he just said he smiled and laughed and just loved it. And that's, I mean, how awesome is that, that, you know, you're, you're sick, you know, obviously you're probably not going to live long. And to see these people loving and enjoying your song in a way that you're like, yes, that's awesome. So I, I it was on like a podcast, a uh, Josh Gad's Reunited Apart series, and they they brought it up at that. It was like actually, I can. It's Reunited Apart podcast season two at the thirty-two minute mark is when he talks about it. So there's some reference there if you guys want to look it up. But did they pay that, you to say that? I, I I'm waiting for the check still, but <laughs> you know, I just thought that was really awesome. That no, that's uh, cool. That's cool. Freddie Mercury got to see that scene even though he passed away before the movie was actually released.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's such a sad thing. Uh, Freddie Mercury obviously was was you know I mean he was a party animal himself, and to I I could only imagine the joy that he had seeing these on screen these you know air quote party animals singing his song and rocking out in the car. And I mean what it what an amazing performer, what an amazing frontman, uh, and I'm I'm glad he got to have that. Uh, and, and experience that because that's such it's such an iconic scene and we don't have that without Freddie Mercury without Queen
0: of course of sure. course not yeah So that's, I, I was curious where you guys were to go with your number ones but clearly we're all locked in that's the number one greatest car sing-along movie scene of all time anyone that wants to argue against that please let us know I'd be curious to see what tops that but good luck because that thing that's just it's amazing, and I I, I probably watched it uh, past two weeks. I bet ten times, <laughs> just because I'm <laughs> like, oh my, I just forgot how great it was, and there's just little comedy even sprinkled in it, and a little drum part that uh, Mike Myers does, like is, it's awesome. So
1: I, I try to watch it once a week anyway. I didn't even know we were doing this podcast. I I oh, try to keep it in my you regular just, agenda. You just got, you just that got good? got w- Wayne world yeah. on the brain? No, I mean, what it did for for Queen for me, you know, I I love all of Queen now, but I wonder if I had never have seen Wayne's World, would I love Queen as much as I do now? I don't know. You never know. I I just don't know.
2: So, Bohemian Rhapsody was ranked number 17 in Rolling Stones list of the 500 greatest songs of all, all time. So that's pretty up there. Number 17, Mercury's vocal performance was chosen as the greatest in rock history by readers of Rolling Stone magazine. By the way, uh, you know, some of the younger folks are are going, why are you quoting magazines here? Uh, There's a whole lot of magazines that don't matter anymore. Rolling Stone magazine still matters, and it it always will matter. It's one of the best magazines of all time. And then... Listen to this here, big kids. In December of 2028, Bohemian Rhapsody became the most streamed song of the 20th century. It had been downloaded or streamed over 1.6 billion times. That's Ooh, a B wha- with a, a B. Billion y- with a B. What
1: year did you say? Uh, this says in 2018. Yeah. And that is that right after the Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie movie came out? That seems accurate. Yes. That, that,
0: that, I'm sure that would spur that, but yes, it's it's interesting how movies just kick people into Ooh, I like that because I didn't think about it.
2: Well, we all need a reminder, right? We all yeah. need to tap on the shoulder once in a while and go, "Hey, hey, this great stuff. We don't need to make so much more great, you know, we don't we, Of course we always want to make more good stuff, but everybody's striving to make so much good stuff. Let's there's a lot of great stuff that's behind us that we can reflect on all the time. Yes. Remember you know, this it,
0: classic beautiful song. I mean and tell me that doesn't come on in the car, everyone in the car
1: sings it. Even if you don't even know the words, you just you you figure it out. You and you, you learn that you learn it or you get out. And you know what's <laughs> great is you know how there was five people and everybody kind of picked up their own parts. Even if you're a car with five complete strangers, everybody naturally picks <laughs> up their own harmonizing parts and you guys are queen. Well, and
0: what what I'd like to do, and I've not thought, I just this just came to me there, uh, Doctor Drew, is what if next time we like pop in a little Uber and we're like, hey, we have a song request, Bohemian Rhapsody, and see if the driver just jumps in like a and that's
1: that determines what kind of tip he gets. Yeah, if if you don't sing full tilt, otherwise you get two
0: <laughs> bucks, bud. You're but flat. If you, but if you You're but flat. if you if you nail it, boom, that's a twelve dollar tip, son. That's that'll make you. That's that's uh, three burritos. You're good to go. You're flat, Craig. Oh, all right. So let's. I'm going to recap it for everyone. Hold on, hold on.
1: Before you recap, you got got more. Hit me. Well, the part, the whole scene, why it's so great is that they play the whole song, but they actually stop. They stop. They pick up. Partied out. Phil Wayne stops and looks at that guitar. But I wanted to point out that when he actually gets to buy that guitar, he goes to play a little, little lead, little Stairway to Heaven, and it says Mm -hmm. no stairway. (laughs) Yep. So, in reality, Led Zeppelin did not give them the rights to play their song, which is why he was actually denied.
0: <laughs>
1: denied
0: the denied stairway. Denied.
1: Stairway. I thought that was funny.
0: Interesting. I like that. Yeah, I and I think I Big Nick can probably attest. You know, we were of course very into hard rock. I thought that guitar was just amazing, and all it was was like a all white Fender Stratocaster.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those situations where when you're a kid, you're like, whoa. And, of, of course, it's because the character's telling you it's something that he he desires, yeah. and 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 he it almost seems, seems unattainable to him. I mean, Garth telling him to live in the now, you'll never afford it. But, uh, yeah, uh, you realize that it is just a Fender, and I don't want to say just a Fender Stratocaster because they're a phenomenal brand, phenomenal guitar, but... I also think that it has to do with what year it might have been. You know, there is something to that. Like, I'm not a huge guitar guy. I, You know, I love rock and rock memorabilia, but I I wouldn't be able to tell you what year that might have been and the value that you yeah. would, you tap onto and, that.
0: And you get into some of these Fender guitars and basses from the 50s, 60s, and 70s. And, I mean, they're, people pay tens of thousands of dollars because they just made them like tanks back then. So, yes. Awesome dynamite drop in there. I did not know that about the uh, you know, stairway denied. Thanks, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Big Nick had Hot Tub Time Machine with Lou singing Home Sweet Home while he's parked in the garage uh-huh. by Motley Crew. It's number two Christmas Vacation, the opening scene, Deck the Halls. And number one, of course, Bohemian Rhapsody. Dr. Drew, anger management. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Stepbrothers, Sweet Child of Mine, also awesome scene, and, of course, ended with Bohemian Rhapsody. I went with Dumb and Dumber, Mock. Yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it gets annoying real fast. Like I've pissed off a lot of people doing that in the car. Um, number two was Almost Famous, Tiny Dancer, and, of course, number one, Wayne's World, Bohemian Rhapsody. So, gents, I got to ask you, was there some honorable mentions you guys had floating around in the old brain bank? You know it. Start so it off, let's hear the Big Nick, let's hear yours first, buddy. I, I don't
2: really have any, any honorable mentions. Oh. Uh, what I had was <laughs> I had once <laughs> yeah. honorable, oh. honorable hopefuls, right? Like there was, remember I said there were scenes that I went back and I had to watch again because I was like, yeah, they were singing in the car in the scene. And I remember enjoying the scene. Uh, one scene that they did not sing in the car, and I was certain that they had, was uh, Rush Hour, Chris Tucker, and um, Jackie Chan. Wah. And when, well, they they sing that, that's in Rush Hour Two, they actually oh. sing that one outside of the car. Now, in Rush Hour One, we have the situation where Chris Tucker has to pick Jackie Chan up from the airport. And he has to explain to Jackie Chan after Jackie Chan turns on the radio in the car and starts... I love the the Beach Boys. Yeah, he's like, Beach Boys, that's great American music. And, And Chris Tucker's like, you don't touch my radio and I Is that what he back, said? Like, <laughs> I don't think that's what he said yeah that's you verbatim black man's radio? <laughs> so looking back I had always thought that they broke into song there but there's no singing it's just Chris Tucker dancing to the music in the car uh, I love that scene however we're talking about sing-alongs there was no singing along
1: nice okay that's, well that's valid
0: Dr. Drew the
1: Wiz you got any yeah, I, I was going to break some rules, but seeing as how it was the first time on my show, I decided not to. Hey, we like a little rule breaking. That's what we do. But mm. obviously, if you're... <laughs> makes
2: sense that you're filling in for Mark. because yeah. he, he, yeah, he He's the you. guy that picks like two for his number yeah. two. Like like we do in the top three and he picks four. I got, well, so I went with 13
0: for my top three. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: actually, hey, Marcus, welcome to the Miners, buddy. We love you. One of my honorable mentions was Metallica at Red Rock. It wasn't even a movie. It was just a sweet concert I saw. <laughs> I mean, you if, know, you I, stuck,
0: if you stuck a car in there, it'd work.
1: No, I'm joking. I was going to say, I was going to use the movie Big. These kids, they don't have driver's license. They had a bike and a skateboard at the beginning when they sing Shimmy, Shimmy, Cocoa Puff.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ah, So, so uh, yeah, not a car, but a mode of transportation. So, you're, you're, close. Close. A car. you're close.
1: So, I you're took close. it out and- the other one, I, I mean, I had a couple. Office space, no tears by Scarface at the beginning, where he's rapping by yes. himself. Well, and that, I again, our research
0: team is awesome. It's it was only like a thirty second clip, right? But it, remember, it was the guy that I can't remember his name that played Michael Bolton. Um, <laughs> but his name was Michael Bolton. Yeah. He's right. Right. He's, he's right. like on his way to work. He's like looks like the whitest guy you've ever seen. Like, I'm a murderer. I can't talk, talk to my, my diary. diary. And then this like guy walks up selling flowers, and he like locks the door all yes. secretive. He's like, oh, my God. And he turns the radio down. And then when he walks away, he turns it back up and starts rapping like he's from the streets. That's an awesome scene, buddy. Yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions as well.
1: Yeah. And the other one I'll say, which is kind of the inspiration behind the whole topic, just to look in to see all the great scenes, was uh, Tommy Boy. Chris Farley, David Spade—they're fighting over the radio channel. They leave it on some like high-pitched girl rock that nobody would listen to with their buds, and then they just start <laughs> belting it out. And I can't remember the song, but it—it it, was—it didn't fit either of their personalities, but they were just ripping it.
0: I because yeah, because they kept skipping, and, then, and he's like, "I'm fine with it if you're fine with it." Yeah. Don't you fa- want to
1: fa- tell fa- me that you love me, baby? Yeah, they're
0: like baby. both crying while they're yeah. singing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a good one. It, yeah, that one I I probably had that one number five. So my number four was. You guys remember watching the movie? Uh, We're the Millers. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: That's a good <laughs> scene
0: when they're do they sing a uh, waterfalls by a uh, TLC. TLC. Thank you. Dang, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So and what I my the guy the kid that played eyebrows, uh, he does the entire uh, left eye rap in it. I just thought that was hilarious, and even everyone's in the car. They're like, "What's this kid doing?" But right. that's, a pr- that's a pretty funny scene when they sing waterfalls in the um, that motorhome that they're driving. So. I forgot all about. it. That's a good one. Yeah, but also again, I had Office Space like you did there, uh, Drew. So that was a good one. Big Nick had zero honorable mention, so we'll, we'll let that slide. I, I mentioned right. something that didn't fit the parameters. Well, I the, the one of the things that I thought that. Again, didn't fit the parameters was uh, from the movie Grease, uh, Grease Lightning. So they dance around a car the whole damn time singing, but never actually get in the car or drive it. Oh, Go Grease Lightning, quarter oh, yeah. mile, Grease Lightning. So. don't
2: worry, we'll edit that out.
0: Yeah, you might want to cut <laughs> that out. <laughs>
1: No, that's that's hey. That's every, a song. You know, you know, you didn't like the movie Grease. Don't don't lie that you didn't like movie Grease. What you probably like the the final scene where they're in the car, singing that lame song, flying away. Was that number six?
0: I cannot comment or deny <laughs> that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Nick hasn't uh, seen the movie uh, Grease. What's that about? Hmm. All right, gentlemen. Any last comments before we? Sound off and wrap up this sweet sandbox
1: adventure. Now nah, get in your car, sing along, live the dream. That's right, <laughs> live the dream. <laughs> I, I can't top that.
2: I can't top that. Yeah,
0: hey, More will I try. And who you're in your car, no one else can hear. You. Sing, have fun, and you know if you got your friends, family in the car, sing along as well. It's good times. Driving mm-hmm. is stressful anyway, so sing, have fun. It's, it should be a good time.
1: You had a shitty day at work. Get in there, put your cassette, Bohemian Rhapsody, and let her rip.
2: Start, yes. Belt one out, you know, flex the golden pipes. It doesn't matter who who sees you. Now, I, <laughs> we've all been there, you know. Maybe you're playing a song that you're not so proud of that you're singing along to, and you get to stop a red light, and you have to roll up the windows because you don't want the person next to you to hear you singing to uh, "Color Me Bad." But it, you know, it happens. It happens. Well, um, and just and make my- sure you don't air drum yourself into a ditch if some Led Zeppelin
0: comes on. Yeah. <laughs> keep your hands on the wheel. But you know what? Hey. Don't be ashamed of the songs that you want to listen to. And if you want to sing Color Be Bad as loud as you can, Driving Through the Hood, Big Nick, you do that. yeah, And, it, and, and, and own it, buddy, because I, there's, I'm, I'm proud of you that you want windows to down. Windows down. Windows down is the recommendation windows, we're windows going with here. And then the best thing to do is when the car pulls up next to you, make eye contact. Look right at him. Look right at him as you're singing it, and then constantly lick your lips. They they like that. And I guarantee that person goes, "That kid's crazy. I got to get out of here." This guy's singing "Color Me Bad" with no fear.
1: This could be my last show. Yeah, this could be. I I air drummed my way into a ditch one time, and it was Phil Collins. And the cop forgave me. He's like, "Oh, I understand, and let me go."
0: That actually is (laughs) the one acceptable time when it's. I can feel it coming Don't go swimming with Phil Collins Do not go
2: swimming with Phil Collins He will not save you He will not help Uh, you
0: Hey, gentlemen Great episode Mm -hmm. Boys and girls, thanks for listening We are The Big Kid Show Check us out on Facebook Instagram, Twitter We're at BigKidShow.com We love that you guys are here And we hope you guys will check us out next time That's right. You come and find us. You come and find us. Otherwise, we're going to send Dr. Drew to come find you. They don't give PhDs to anybody. Correct. All right, guys. Great show. See you guys later. Peace.